Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Welcome to a super awesome, superhero, super jam-packed episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, and I married said movie geek, Justin Winters. Also trying to make her first appearance on this podcast is our baby, who is trying to get out via my belly button. She says, hello. She's trying to smash out. Smash! So, that might have given something a little bit away, in case you didn't see the title of what this week's episode is. We saw Iron Man 2, Thor, and... Drumroll, please. Drumroll, I'm waiting on it. It's the saddest drumroll ever. <laughs> Jesus. Hear we me. saw... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, ready? Yeah. It's more like a tepid rain, but I'll take God, it. wow. But I'll take it. All right, Simon Cow. <laughs> we saw the Avengers. We did, we saw it. Finally. Justin, you were right about something. (laughs) The way you said that insinuates that I'm not right about things at all. No, but you always, you always insinuate that I never give it up when I'm wrong. And I often do, and I don't think you notice. So I'm going on the record so you can play this back, but I can't admit it. You were right about something. Sweet. I can't wait to hear. Justin warned me yesterday. Dude, when we go see the Avengers... We got to get there super early because it's going to make all the money in the world. And it's going to be sold out and crazy. And I was like, normally I'd agree with you, but you do know we're seeing it at the Century 8 in Nohoi. And that we're going to stand in like the longest line ever, which will be all three people because it's like the ghetto theater. And you were like, no, I'm telling you, we have to be early. So I was like, okay, whatever. I don't, I'll just go, I'm fine. So we get there early. And it, like, the line basically, like, wraps around the side of the building. Uh, It was like an explosion of people. It was. And we stand behind these two, like, lady dodo heads. Who. (laughs) Dodo heads. (laughs) Yes. They were stupid. And, like, I see, like, a group of, like, 16 people and their 14 children trying to get in front. And I say to them, are you in line? And she turns around and she goes, Jess. And I was like, oh, she's mad at me for asking, but okay. So we stand behind them. And then, like, they don't obviously know what the hell's going on. And then finally they're like, are there two lines? Are there what? Oh. And they just, like, shuffle forward two steps and therefore join the rest of the line. We were waiting behind them. And I look at Justin and just shook my head. Oh, God. Sorry. So let's. let's I get my anger about that. Done. Let's save the fact um, that the Avengers obviously was an amazing movie, but it was also one of the worst theater going <laughs> experiences of my life. It was really frustrating. Wait, oh no, my no, no, god! No, 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 no. We're gonna save that to our when we talk about the Avengers. Okay, but while we talk about the line, we no, we will. We're saving everything. I'm, I'm except for this. This is so stupid. No, it's not. While we were in line. 
Justin says to me, and this is foreshadowing, I can't wait till Brooklyn is born and then I could take her to like Avengers 2 or any of those other movies. You know, like we could do like the 11 o'clock baby show at the Grove where you could bring your baby. Might be kind of hard to hear the movie above the babies, <laughs> but that would be so much fun. And I was like, you might have to wait till she's a little older for things like that. And you were like, no, baby show, the Grove. There's a big difference between that and what happened to us <laughs> okay, tonight. Foreshadowing. We'll get to that later. All right. So <laughs> so the big deal is um, I've been talking about Avengers for like, what, years, many oh. months. Um, many moons. But I knew Chrissy hadn't seen a couple kind of imperative movies that she had to watch before. Well, I mean, not imperative. One of them is imperative because it introduces one of the characters. But the the other was kind of like also you know okay to watch before the Avengers, so knowing that we watched that's why we watched Iron Man two and uh, Thor which she had never seen either of those so I assume you're implying that Thor is the more imperative of the yes two. yes well because she you had seen Iron Man one before it's true but you know I have the attention span of a snail exactly so it's basically one of those things where it's like I can see a movie and I can like it but ask me two months later. If I remember it, and I'll be able to tell you the gist of what it's about, and that's about it. So when we sat down to watch Iron Man 2, I had to turn to you and I was like, all right, help me out. I remember that that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has the suit, and he's, you know, this big mogul and scientist, not really, but like crazy and eccentric and smart. And somehow Gwyneth Paltrow is, what, his assistant, his girlfriend? And that's Assi- all I remembered. She starts as assistant and becomes girlfriend. Right. And then you kind of had to, like, fill in all the little details. You were like, all right, so here's the thing. There, yeah. was, there was the army. It, it doesn't... And it, it didn't... It took, like, what, 20 seconds tops, and then we were just, okay. Yeah. it's not one of those really elaborate, complex things. So. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like you're watching it more for Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man as opposed to the plot points of what happens, per se. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's true. Okay. So, oh, Justin's having a moment. I'm sorry, guys. Chrissy made me a drink. A drink. Since I'm drinking alone. Pobble drink. Although, may I just tell you when I was mixing your drink, because I used to bartend, more or less. Yep. I, like, and I had kind of forgotten my state for a minute. I, like, took a teeny sip off the top to test it to make sure it was, like, mixed well. What? I, it was the tiniest. Brooklyn's wasted. She's totally wasted. And I I was like, oh, my God, that's strong. And then I was like, why does it taste so strong to me? And then all of a sudden it was like, I remember, and I was like, because you haven't had a drink in, like, seven months. <laughs> and I, like, put it down, and I was like, your drink is ready. <laughs> And I felt badly about it. It's like it. calling to you, drink the rest of me. No, I felt badly. Drink the rest of me. I didn't tell you. I like walked away and I was You're like. You're not pregnant. You really drink the rest of me. <laughs> I was like doing that and I, I refilled my water glass and I was like chugging water. I'm like, oh my God, my baby's going to be drunk. <laughs> I had one sip. So, Chrissy, what do you think about Iron Man 2? <laughs> Like I said, I, I hate to, like, kind of make a summation like I did, but I feel like you're watching it for Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, not so much for the plot points. Um, even now, and we just saw it, what, two days ago? Yeah. I'm like, what happened in that movie? Mm-hmm. And 
off the top, I mean, once we get into talking about it, I'll be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, for now, I cannot remember simple or singular plot points. I just remember, the, the again, the basics of, you know, him getting all suited up and flying around and kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. And um, at the end, how he had to change his power source for his not heart. Heart. Got it. Okay. Is that sad? Um, did you like it more or less than Iron Man 1? The, see? Again, it's a, but it's the same thing. It's like... You can't remember. No. It's like green apple or red apple. I like apples. You do like apples. It's true. I do like apples. Well, uh... I thought it was, I thought it was good while well, I thought the first one was great. That's true. This kind of capitalizes on things that you already know from the first. I mean, all, all sequels do, but... <laughs> He's got a suit. Yeah. He can fly. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's kind of like more... I think that's how I uh, um, reminded you about what Iron Man was about. I was like, he's got a suit. He can fly. (laughs) That's true. It's kind of more of the same. Like, if you think about it in the first one, it's like he has to find a new power source because he's basically dying, you know, and he puts the orb of light into his body. In the second one, it's like, I have to find another power source for my body because now my blood's getting toxic from the first one. Mm-hmm. So it's like same same shit, different day, basically. And I, I love the explanation, like, in the middle of the movie, you're like, what's happening? I'm like, and I was like, oh, he's blood, it's, it's making his blood toxic. And you're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's all you said. Was it really? Right. <laughs> Which I think, especially when we'll talk about the Avengers, there's just like several of those where you're like, all right. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right that that happened several times. But that's what, really cool. if you're not like, if you weren't a fan of the comics growing up or you didn't read or like know what's going on going into this, you're a total novice fan. You're just kind of like, okay. Well, I... I, I didn't read a lot of comics, but I read a little. But I'm kind of envious of the people that had read none, and they're just, like, seeing these things happen. They're like, what the fuck? So you're jealous of me, basically? In a way, yeah. Oh, wow. There's always something being fresh to something that's been around a long time, but you've never experienced Obviously, that's the whole point of this Obby. podcast. Oh, my gosh. Obs. <laughs> Justin's wasted. Okay, so... I'm not wasted. I've got a really strong buzz. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I could, he's so happy Because right I'm at now. the bottom of this. You're I getting dr- towards the bottom. I drank it in like five minutes. Apple drag. Okay. So, back to... drink. <laughs> I'd be like... <laughs> the Avengers. <laughs> so, back to... It's because I'm dreaming about it. It's true. <laughs> um, I thought it was a positive addition to have ScarJo in it. Okay. I liked her as the sassy new assistant once Gwyneth Paltrow gets promoted. And I kind of had an inkling she was there was more to her than meets the eye. I mean, mm-hmm. I think even when you're a comic novice, like, you kind of know. You're like, hmm, more to you, I think. I half agree with you. Okay. But I was surprised as to how far it went. Like, when she, like, revealed herself as, like, a ninja. Basically, wait, for she's real, a, she's like a ninja. Yeah. Okay. So wait, why do you half agree? I, I agree. I like her too, but I just don't think they used enough of her in Iron Man too. It's kind of like awesome. There she is. 
Where'd she go? She's a ninja. That's no. She had like one really great scene of being a ninja. She had two. 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 Oh, well, you remember one more, one more than I do. Anyway, you think you didn't see with Jeremy Renner? We're talking about Iron Man two. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the drunk one. <laughs> I made you a drunk. Anyway, yeah, I liked her. She wasn't used a lot in Iron Man two, but. She was crazy ninja in a couple scenes, I guess. Ninja Joe. And then in Avengers is where we'll talk about later. She ninja out. No, she has a lot more to do. Yeah, she ninja out. Um, what did you think about Mickey Rourke? Oh yeah, he's in this. <laughs> if that's pro- that's probably indicative, <laughs> to be honest, of how I felt about him in this. Like, they needed a villain. Mickey Rourke was up for it. Yay, villain. I mean, the coolest thing I could say about him is that he had those, like, electric whips. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Look at me and my electric whips. I got electric whips. I'm going to take down your car. The, the whole... The, oh, my God. That was totally... I bust my windows out your car. Well, that's the best scene of the movie. <laughs> that that whole thing at the car, the, the race. Yeah, 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 I agree. And that's, like, his, your introduction to him. And so you're just like... Yes. Yes. And then he kind of just like. Yeah. After that. You know what I want to do? You blow the load at the at the beginning. I really should have that at the end. I really. But the other, but see the other stuff sucks too. Some guys have a premature problem with that. What I really want to do is I want to replay that scene again on mute and play Glee over it with "I bust the windows at your car" and like watch him take it out be a great music video you were saying you missed music videos earlier i'd rather you just have you could narrate and be like hey look at me mr electric whips okay <laughs> or we could do that well i think that would be great um i felt like gwyneth paltrow's character was really expendable in this yeah it's a shame She's not a bad actress. I know we give her a lot of flack for being goopy, shall we say? Did you say goopy? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that because of her magazine? It, her online mommy magazine website thing called Goop. Define goopy. Um, Wasp, elitist, but yet trying to be like, not really, I'm a hippie. Is that what goopy means? It, not officially, but unofficially. <laughs> Good to know. All it's right. like, let's be hippies and into Mother Nature and the Earth and vegetarianism and living well for each other. And look at this really expensive bib. You know what's a good way to lose weight? You know, eat healthy. You know what's another way to lose weight? Smoke Don't eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Smoke, smoke a pack a day. <laughs> like, actually, though. Don't eat. So she, I mean, she's goopy, but she's a good actress. Yeah. And she was kind of wasted in this. I felt like she was she was in it for the paycheck. And that hey, it's a good way to be in it for if you have <laughs> what two kids? Yeah, but she's married Chris Martin. Yeah, she could do whatever she wants. I actually had thought about this. I was like, why is she even in this? I was like, I guess she kind of had to come back. I mean, they weren't going to recast her. And then I thought she's in it for the paycheck. I wonder how many millions she got for it. Does Gwyneth Paltrow need another few million, or can't she just like wave it and be like, I'm having fun? Well. She has to expand her goop empire. That's true. She needs to be goopier. <laughs> Mega goopy? Mega goopy. Dude, she could be like a new the villain in Avengers 2. Mega goopy. Like she goes... <laughs> Mega goop. 
Yeah. She goes bad. What's her? What would be her She's power? She's Apple. Ha ha. What would be her? Ha, what would be her ha, villain powers? Ha. Throwing goop at people. No. <laughs> Why not? That sounds pretty cool. Maybe she'd have like a grain gun. Like she's really secretly sent from Monsanto, and like she has all like the genetically modified beans and grains and seeds, and she's like, "You can only use these," and she like shoots them out of people out at, at people through like a machine gun. That's cool. She could also just like annoy people to death. <laughs> it's a bit more realistic, <laughs> just a little bit. Oh man! Oh no! We're <laughs> we're impervious to everything but her utter lack of charm. <laughs> oh, I love Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm, I'm just kidding. We're just joshing you, Gwyn. Okay, so we've established that the best scene in the movie is at the racetrack. Basically, basically it's the racetrack scene, and then the um the scene where uh, all the robots go after Robert Downey Jr. Uh, <laughs> and and Cheadle. Cheetle's in this. <laughs> I forgot. Chrissy was very confused by Cheetle being in this. I was. She's like, he shows up. She's like, Cheetle, which is great. And then I was like, who is? Why is he in this? And I was like, Terrence Howard played the played the character in the first one. He didn't come back, so they recasted it. And I was like, like Terrence Howard from Crash. Yes. And then I asked, was that the same guy who directed the movie that everybody, like, loved to hate and loved in general last year at the Oscars? What? The, the movie with Brad Pitt? Which movie with Brad Pitt? The one where it was really existential. Tree of Life? Yeah! No. That was not Terrence no. Howard? No. Who did that? <laughs> Okay, let's let's continue talking about Iron Man 2. Okay. I guess we've pretty much talked about it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we really have. I, I like that Don Cheadle got a suit. It's 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 between good and okay. It's not yeah. terrible. It's, the writing it's, is pretty... It's basically, ro- it's again, ro- Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, in like, a suit, and he can fly. <laughs> and he's funny. And he's funny. <laughs> and... What else? And scene. And Mr. Electric Whips. <laughs> and his one scene that's good. And Cheeto's like, I'm going to take this suit. And then they're like, no, you're going to give it back. He's like, I'm going to take this suit. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. They're basically like, what's up, Iron Man? You can wear my other suit. We're in like a... Trench. Like, aviary. <laughs> What is that? Like, like a, a dome of some kind? Yeah, I don't know. And robots attack them. Like, they're all serene and, like, chilling out. And you're like, we shouldn't stay here. It's a death trap. And then everybody shows up and they're like, too late. Um, so yeah, good to okay. Okay. Moving, moving on to Thor. Thor! Is that how he says his name? It's right up there. Well, any, I feel like any of those sort of things, like, Trogdor! Mega Goopy. No, it has to all like rhyme like like Trogdor and Thor. Oh, uh, okay. Fell on the floor. Didn't. All right, I understand now. Okay. So, what do you think about Thor? Um, it was a vast improvement over what I anticipated. Oh. I don't think the marketing was really that good for this movie when it first came out. In what way? 
I feel like if I remember correctly, that I saw the trailers and went, oh, really? I'm sure, it was, like every single movie, I was like, "Do you have to go see that with me?" Yeah, every yeah. Well, that's and you, everything. And you said no. Well, this one, if I remember, like I said, if I remember correctly, Cause, well, because I remember correctly that I had to go see this by myself. Yes, but this was like the previews made it seem like it was all ye old fashioned medieval times with comets. You've and been to lightning. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! You've been to medieval times and you <laughs> loved it, so. <laughs> Not as much as you, but I liked it. But yeah. honestly, like... The, Who I th- hates medieval times? No, I'm just saying, like, that's what the previews led you to believe. You were like, ye old medieval times with lightning and fireballs and maybe some comets and now Lee Portman is in this? And so what you're saying is done. it wasn't like that. No, it wasn't. It w- and it, they would have marketed it to a wider audience as opposed to... Boy movie! Then it would have been great. Okay, on to the actual movie itself. Crimps. Crimps? Crimps? Welcome to my bedroom where the magic happens. <laughs> That's what they all say. Right here's my hammer. <laughs> my brother's room is right next door. He's weird. I always wanted more of them to say, welcome to my bedroom, where the magic doesn't happen. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Were you moved? Eh, yeah. Moistened? No, it was not moistened. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, he's got a great body. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I, I agree. I was, yeah. I was kind of... Oh, you know, okay. Hey, man. I'm not well. blind. <laughs> Guy's built like a house. It's true. Um, so that was nice. I'm not good with guys with long hair in general. I mean, I get it. You don't like Point Break? (laughs) I knew that was coming. Uh, It's like a Pantene commercial, man. (laughs) Except more like Beach Pantene. Like it was Kurt Cobain got bulky. What? Beach hair. Beach hair? Yeah, and he looked at Kurt Cobain. If Kurt Cobain got bulked up on roids, he might be Chris Hemsworth in Thor. Well, he had like, like Prince, like Prince Caspian type hair. It wasn't like Kurt Cobain. Mm. Kurt Cobain didn't brush his hair. Exactly. It wasn't a Pantene commercial. Exactly. I don't think that, that I think that you're <laughs> what wrong. What if he was? Oh my God. He's like just pissed off in his grave even us mentioning that him being in a panting I think you're wrong I don't think that Thor slash Chris has Hemsworth wasted (laughs) there looked anything like a panting commercial I thought it was straggly and like half wavy half straight you need to he kept shoving it back I don't know are you gonna google a picture now other than his hair what did you did you like (laughs) okay um I don't know, and you'll have to answer this for me. Thor, the actual story. Uh-huh. Is that like a demigod legend sort of story, or is that just based on a comic? Um, I think it's a, yeah, it's a demigod, it's a Norse, like Norse mythology. That's what I thought, because upon, you know, like, as, as the story is um, playing out, I was like, wait a second. This just sounds all vaguely familiar. Like, I may have touched on this in sixth grade, and now I can't remember any of it. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of superheroes, I mean, Star Wars, all got, like, a vague, you know, mythology 
theme going. I would like everybody to know that Justin is Googling for a photo of this, and he Googled Thor Hemsworth. Not Chris Hemsworth, not Thor. Look. Thor Hemsworth. Luscious locks. That was the one, that was before everything went to crap. That was when he was going to get, like, kinged. Okay. How about this? All right. You pull up that shirtless picture. I'll be happy. Okay, so... Okay, back to the war. Um, I appreciated the brother dynamic. Yes. Uh, because in the very beginning, I genuinely felt sorry for Loki. Yeah. I'm like, that sucks. He totally lives in, in the Golden Boy's shadow, and he's just kind of this pasty, dark-haired, could-be, a Culkin child. Child. And Makes him did- a great villain. Right, I'm like, there's really nothing special about him other than the fact that he's smart and can apparently create holograms of himself. That's the great skill. Apparently, but... Better than throwing goop. (laughs) Goop. And then when everything gets turned on its head and, you know, dear old dad slips into some weird coma out of the blue and somehow it's, it's made that Thor gets exiled and Loki becomes king... Then it got really interesting. Like, up until that point, I was kind of like, all right, Frost Giants. This is going to be the villain of this story, I guess. Cool. The really, really dark planet of Frost Giants. Yeah. It got more interesting when you added another layer of, like, by the way, there's this whole brother thing going on. By the way, he's going to be king. By the way, Loki is actually a Frost Giant. Spoiler alert. And go. And when you toss that many kind of cookies into the mix, it kind of became a crumbly mess in a good way. So which one did you like better, Iron Man 2 or Thor? And I what, think Thor. What's the main reason? Um, it's not Natalie Bortman. She bothered me. <laughs> well, she really, I mean... And I like her, don't get me wrong. I could have done without that whole thing, without that whole, like, extra four, three people on Earth, like, befriending Thor. I mean, that part was funny in, like, the coffee shop, but beyond that, like, Natalie didn't have to go back for him, and they didn't have to team up and everything else. I know, like, I I came to the movie to watch Thor, not not Thor. Me too, right? (laughs) I want to be Thoring out, not, you know, (laughs) doing nothing and eating (laughs) diner food. More! No, that sucks. Give him his hammer. Let him be Thor. Yeah. Bye bye, Natalie Portman. I agree, and it's not that Natalie Portman is isn't a terrific actress, and we don't like her normally. We do. It's basically a thankless role. I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess, but it, she just didn't need. To, uh, She's good eye candy. Come on. Yeah, she didn't need to be in it though. None of those people needed to be in it. We didn't have Kat Dennings in it. We what, didn't even what, have Skarsgård. No, Skarsgård needed to be in it because he's in the oh, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. And he plays a pretty major role in the Avengers. Yes. Um. Oh, so that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the main reasons I think are like like you said the the non earth stuff, the rainbow bridge. That who doesn't awesome. who doesn't want a rainbow bridge? I enjoyed that Thor had a complete growing and changing of character, but it didn't seem to be totally superficial. Like sometimes when when people write their characters to change so quickly it reads fake or false where you're like alright let me get this straight before they were egotistical war hungry and you know completely non-rational and now he's like Gandhi and which that would be a superhero trick of its own (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my God, he just Gandhied. It's like, instead of hulking out, he Gandhies out. <laughs> that oh. would be awesome. But you know what's really sad when you said that? When I was envisioning it in my head because I was laughing so hard my eyes were closed. All I could think of was Dalsam from Street Fighter 2. <laughs> That's right. You've never seen... Have you, do you have you seen the movie Gandhi? No, you've never seen. I know what Gandhi's about, but what's he? What's it? Okay, Chrissy, what's it about? Not the movie. Him as a person. What was he like as a person? He was a very peaceful person, <laughs> and he went on a hunger strike. And people quote him a lot. Awesome. <laughs> oh, why did you marry me? Anyway, but I was thinking of dolls. <laughs> Yeah, and the leg like Throwing comes out. <laughs> that would be a cool trick. Dawson, <laughs> he was like when you went to the arcade. This is back, well, you know. Some kids would be listening to this, and be like, "What's an arcade?" Before awesome. before uh, video games got super awesome, we used to have these things called arcades, and you would go, and there'd be this dude playing at Street Fighter Two, who was like pretty much the king of the game until somebody came <laughs> along and beat him and so people would come up and put their quarters on the top and say okay i'm next anyway the guy who's always always the super dick would pick dogs <laughs> really you have like ken or something and he'd just be like like just trying to try yeah like with his rubbery legs and the fireballs Ugh. I'm doing a Dawson imitation over here on the side where I'm like bobbing my head. Anytime someone was him, I would instantly be like Blanca or something. Oh. Just like, <laughs> I was often Dawson. What? I got bored with You're Chun-Li. You're the dick. Well, because Chun-Li had the, her cool, and like, you know, her. Chun-Li was one of my favorites too. <laughs> but after a while, it was like, she can only do so much. She's not very fast. Oh, Street Fighter 2, a mega awesome game. <laughs> We're talking more about that than the movie. Okay. How did we get there? I don't know. I'm still thinking about your criticism of his hair. <laughs> oh so wait, God. so you're saying it started out Pantene. Then no, went... you said Pantene. I never said Pantene. Okay, I say it started out Pantene. You say it started out something else and went to Kurt Cobain, apparently. <laughs> what did it start out as? Washed, but like air dried. Wash, but yeah, like flat air girls. You know what I'm talking about? Like surfer dude. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then it became Kurt Cobain after a while. Did it go back to surfer dude? If he showered. <laughs> I don't remember that scene. <laughs> Thor shower? I would have remembered that scene. <laughs> he took his hammer in the shower. <laughs> yes, dude, he did. Don't you know about rust? Where did he put his hammer when he showered? Oh my god, that's a really good question. Somebody could have taken it. Like, don't you kind of have to take it with you everywhere you go, just in case? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I, love that I, I love that I'm imagining him in the shower without the hammer and somebody's trying to take it. But see, if someone tries to take it, he's got like a silent alarm where he's like, oh, someone's trying to get my hammer. So all he has to say is like, stay away from my hammer. What if he, what if the person or entity trying to steal? And if he wants it, he just like 
does the force that comes to Wait, him. what if whoever's trying to steal the hammer is like super stealth and like they're like the dog hunting the hammer and they like basically tiptoe up to it and then they don't trip off any alarms because they're going so slowly. Thor's a god. He's got <laughs> supersonic hearing. Oh, you know, he does? I didn't know that. That's new. Yes. How, super- how do you know that? I assume all gods have heightened awareness. Sensitives, yeah. Censuses? Sentences. Sentences? No, I, I was making fun of myself. Oh. I said censuses, but obviously I mean senses. Obs. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's basically you want to see Thor and Loki duke it out, kick each other's ass. Honestly, it's true. Like I almost didn't and, care. I want to see some Rainbow Bridge action. Right. But I almost didn't care about, like, the Frost and Giants and that, like, whole thing and what's going to happen with them. So what's going to happen on Earth? I would have seen it in 3D, and I could barely see any of the Frost Giant scenes. So it's, it's basically so dark. It's basically me watching me like, I hear something cool going on. Is it going on? And also, they, uh, all you can see is the red eyes. Because guess where I was seeing it at? Where? No-ho. Yeah, you were. The No-ho-8. Yeah, you were. I couldn't see it. Anyway. <laughs> I hear they sucks. Oh, I, I mean, I watched it back on like, obviously, two days ago. You and I was did? Like, I was like, this sucked. I'm glad I didn't see this. Oh, so you thought the movie sucked? Um, I thought it was okay. Did you like Iron Man two better? Iron Man two better. Maybe like a slim. No, they're probably all, both around the same. Bar. Yeah. I mean, I saw. I just wanted more of the good parts so but uh, i know i actually agree with you even though i want more of them kicking each other's ass on the rainbow bridge even though this movie is not a part of the viewing party we had in the last two days do you like either of those movies better than the hulk well that's complicated because there's there were two like recent well recent ish major uh there was hulk and then there was the incredible hulk both played both different directors, like wildly different in like theme and um, different actors. Which is the one that you and I saw together? Did you see one with me? Yeah, in our old apartment. It was well, there was long. there was one with Eric Bana, and then there was one with Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah, Edward Norton. Like from Fight Club. Yeah, he was Bruce Banner. He was the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Who was this one? In this the is, Avengers. This is Mark Ruffalo. That's why I was like, wait a minute, none of those people are the one we saw today. I know. Third this, guy? This is the third guy. In like, what, 10, oh 12 God. years? That explains why I was so freaking confused. Because we were watching this, and I and I knew, I was like, that's like, what's his face? And I couldn't remember his name, but I do know who Mark Ruffalo is, I just couldn't remember his name. Yeah. And I was like, what? I think I saw the Hulk with Justin. I was he the Hulk? Because I don't remember him. Maybe there was just so much hulking that, like, I forgot about him. He was in The Kids Are Alright. <laughs> yeah. like, wait a minute. He's hulking out? He's not like... No wonder the lesbians were all down on that. He wasn't wondering if that was his kid and if he should be cool with him. <laughs> anyway. No wonder. that. Okay, it makes so much more sense now. Well, I that's why I didn't... Crazy. Oh, that's why I didn't make you watch a Hulk movie because it's like... What's the point? It's a different person? Yeah. Okay. Um. 
So we can't compare it to... All right, anyway. Wait, how did we get there from Thor? I was asking talking? you, uh, we were talking about um, Iron Man 2 versus Thor, and I was like, what if... We throw the Hulk in, like, which is the better movie? And you were like, well, let's get nerdy about the Hulk for a minute. And I was like, all right. Well, I'm trying to tell you the truth. No. <laughs> Thank you for telling me the truth and not lying to me. What were you going to say? Actually. I could have just lied and just cut to the, just totally not even said anything about it. Okay. Here's a question. Okay. Did Joss Whedon have his hands in any of these movies other than the Avengers? Uh, I don't think so. No. Then everything makes sense to me all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. Wait, are we are we done talking about the other two movies? Um, I, you know, I don't have too much to say other than what I did. Like, I think we were on the same page too. There are certain things. So, what will be your grades for Iron Man two and then Thor? B minus, C plus. I'm right on the cusp. B minus for Iron Man two, C plus for Thor. No, the same for both. Like, I'm just on the cusp of either B minus oh, okay, or C gotcha. plus. Okay. And you? Um, similar. Yeah. All right. Similar. Cool. So. Yes. Let's continue what everyone probably wants to know. I know. They're like, stop with the crazy. No, talking about the the theater-going experience. (laughs) Oh, Century 8, where we saw the Avengers. So what happened after you were, wait, we were talking about being in line? We were talking about being in line and how you were, like, musing about how you can't wait for our child to be born so you could take her to 11 o'clock kid shows of real movies. Still true. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm surprised. So then we go into the theater and we climb the stairs. We get into our auditorium. We're early. And there was a huge line behind us. There wasn't many seats open. And we, there was, like, Yeah. We looked around, we went, oh, and he's like, welcome to my worst nightmare. (laughs) And I was like... Talk about foreshadowing. I didn't say anything at that point because I knew he was perturbed, but in my head I was like, drama queen. (laughs) And so we decided... Foreshadowing. So, like, we walk around to the other side of the theater, and generally, maybe it's because I spent so many years in college, I'm pretty good at A, finding parking spots... And B, finding, like, needle in the haystack seats before somebody grabs it. I'm really quick. Those are your superpowers. I guess. And also being Captain Obvious. So we go around, and I'm like, and Justin's, like, bring up the rear, and I look, and I'm like, those! And I hop on two, three seats in a row, and I sit down. Justin sits down on my right, and he notices that the people in front of us must be hearing impaired because they have, like, the little um, closed captioning screen sticks things how long has this been going on this is the first time i've ever seen anything like this you can you could always get those you can request them from the box office oh obviously i'm not hearing impaired so i've never used one myself and i swear and i've obviously been to a lot of movies i've never seen them ever i've never seen in person either i just know they exist well here's the thing (laughs) i know okay you can use the fuck that but if you're going to tell people not to use their cell phone, it's pretty much almost like somebody using oh, their cell no, phone. Oh, no, it is not. Wait, Don't be a douche. If you're right behind them. Oh, so what? You have, you have to tell the You hearing, have to remember. That what is you, this, like Rosa Parks in the back of the bus? You tell the hearing impaired people if they want to have their closed captioning, they have to sit I'm, in the back that, of the theater and that's it? That's not what I'm saying at all. What are you saying? I'm just saying you have a very different view. view. You're low in your seat, so you can barely even see, like, <laughs> over the seat in front of you. Am I a little person? I'm freaking tall, so I see, I'm like, I basically spend the whole movie trying to, like, 
block that thing with the guy's head because I'm so tall and I'm seeing it's basically like right like I'm, it's right in my face it was not right in your face you exaggerating drama queen shut up so we're sitting in chairs yeah and Justin's like you're what, su- you're what super- are those and I'm like they're hearing your superpowers like, making fun of me they're hearing impaired Justin sad. he's like they're distracting and I'm like what do you now mean? you're making me act that sounds like your dad and that pisses me off oh please my dad doesn't know the word distracting anyway that, it, it was a minor annoyance <laughs> it was a minor annoyance compared to some of one, transpired next one main thing going on throughout the movie as well two so yeah so that was going on and so I was like do you want to switch places with me? Do you want to sit on my left where you can maybe not see as much? He's like, oh, no, it'll be worse. And I'm like, all right, fine. I go up. So then we're sitting there and he's like, do you have to go to the bathroom? Just go. I'm fine. I will sit here. So he goes, he comes back. What does any of this have to do with anything? It's setting the stage and tone for your movie going experience. Because <laughs> I establish how you're perturbed in the line. Then you're perturbed when you get upstairs. You're perturbed that there's nowhere to sit. You hate our seats. And then you hate the, the fact that there are hearing impaired people in front of us. I, you were totally... What? I never said I hated that there... I was just like, I'd never seen it before. <laughs> I swear to God. And I, 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 that was like a minor bump compared to the giant right. crater no. oh i know that was, that i was, was go- merely setting the stage for what was to come so after i was just mesmerized because i'd never seen him before i was like what i look around and i kind of notice i'm like i don't say this but i'm thinking there's a lot of kids in this auditorium is this a kid-friendly movie okay like where how where did they all come from yeah i was like are we did we walk into the smurfs too <laughs> right <laughs> and then like i hear behind us Daddy, I I want to get the popcorn and I, no, but I don't want that. And I'm like, who's the four year old behind us? Where'd the, she come from? I I had a name for her like three fourths of the way <laughs> through the movie. What? She will forever be known as the Is this over yet, Daddy girl? <laughs> <laughs> Did she? I didn't hear her say that. She said it at least <laughs> five to six times. <laughs> Starting about 90 minutes in, and then in increments of 10 minutes. <laughs> I just keep hearing her asking, what did he say? What does that mean? Well, you know what? I, I, I He said his I, name was Phil, but his name is Agent. I didn't mind her. He said his name was Phil. I thought it was hilarious that I sit right in front of her. Like, I, I understand. She's four years old. She'll do this. It was, it was weird. It, it was, was cute. It was cute. She was trying really hard to stage whisper. <laughs> but I could have dealt with her if it was not for the other thing going on. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the the closed captioning either. So yeah, he's got closed captioning to the front. He's got me on the left. And then he's got the four-year-old behind him being like, Daddy, he said his name was Phil. And then on the right side of the auditorium with just an aisle separating us was a gaggle of boys were probably between the ages of six and ten like maybe brothers and you know friends major a-holes oh my god i'm just gonna say it they were assholes like these where where were their parents where were their parents for a second and i think one of the parents was right behind him because somebody kept talking to them and like i don't know I don't know wow. if she was like, hey, guys, no, really, stop being such assholes. She probably said it like that. And they're like, whatever, Mom. We'll continue doing the shitty things. Like, one of them had a cell phone out through, like, 
what, 50% of the movie? And the other ones were just the loudest. They were so loud. They, at least the four-year-old behind us tried to stage whisper everything to daddy. The, the people on the right were like, like the entire, even in the quietest parts of the movie, they were talking at full volume. So, so throughout the movie, I was like, this is, this is so dorky. I was like, dude, we're watching the Avengers. This is badass. These kids, such disrespect. I'm like, I I, want to be the kids. No, I was like, I'm gonna be the superhero to go over there and be like, listen, you. I was like, I was trying to like, what would I say? Formulating in your head what you were gonna say. I was like, what if I went there and just like drop the f bomb on it and be like, fuckers. If you don't be quiet, I'm going to tell your mom. If you don't shut the <laughs> I'm going to tell your mom to take you out of the theater and spank you over your bottoms. Over your bottoms? <laughs> you just use the F-bomb on them, but then you go with bottoms? Uh, no, basically I was going to like, shut the fuck up, or I'm going to get the, <laughs> the management to come and take you out. The funny thing is, management was sitting in the back of the auditorium when I went to go pee, and he was just, like, literally sitting on the ground because there was nowhere to sit, and he was eating popcorn watching the movie. Gross. Did you see that ground? Yeah, it was not good. He was eating popcorn off of No, it? no. He was sitting on the ground. He had a thing of popcorn. Not Uh-oh. from the ground. Wow. Was he blind? <laughs> no, and deaf? Sure. It might have been. That's why I was sitting at the back of the auditorium where he belongs. Anyway, so... Wow. The kids... kids, I mean, I'm a talker in in movies. I've gotten better since being with Justin, but my whole life I've been a talker. My friends know this, and they... It's funny, because I see how far I've come when I go to movies with them instead, and they they go, like, and talking. I don't don't mind... I used to be a talker. I don't mind if you have exclamations, like, whoa, that was awesome! Or, like, what did he say? You know, or something like that. But to continuously talk and, like, joke and, like, laugh and... Oh, my God, the whole time. They were just, like... I mean, Justin hit the nail on the head when leaving. He was like, they were acting like they were four years old. More than the four-year-old. Like, they actually were. It was just like... I literally wanted to hulk out and smash their faces. Yeah. So like that's see me on the, the the evening news like so that local happening. man hooks out on <laughs> stupid nine to ten year olds during Avengers seven or eight. So yeah, he's got like the stupid asshole boys on the right. We've got the little cute four year old, but like highly getting annoying behind us. We have the hearing impaired people in front of us, and then oh. And then, uh, and then we have able to spot parking girl on the left. Oh my god! Yeah. I was gonna kill the woman sitting one seat over from me on the left. So she had her cell phone out the entire movie. She's like, like keep keeps it out. I'm like, put your fucking phone away. And then she every time something happened, she's the lone voice in the theater without the with the exception of the boys who are hooting and hollering the entire time. And she's like. Oh shit! Or what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, "What? Does she have an IQ of six? I mean, seriously." I only heard her like once or twice. Oh, I heard her a lot, a lot. Well, I had a cacophony of noises coming at me. So yeah, I everything was oh shit, what the fuck, what the hell, or like oh shit, what the fuck, like as one long sentence. Oh, which is basically what I was like thinking throughout the movie when I couldn't hear what the actors were saying and the location suddenly changed and I'm like, where are they? Yeah. 
Yeah. It, well, that's why it helped to have the hearing impaired guys in front. Because I would look down at their little <laughs> radar guns and I'd read. Oh, I confess I did that too a couple of times. <laughs> See? It was quite useful. <laughs> okay. So, basically, well, well, I don't know why we talked about that for so long. The point was that that's what we, what, that was the context of how we watched this movie. We, I think we have to explain a little bit because <laughs> that was really, really sucky. And even though it was that sucky, I still come out of the movie going, man, that was awesome. Even though we were totally surrounded by the LCD of North Hollywood. Yes, it was oh. awesome. Dude, I was like totally like, it was blowing my mind. Like, first of all, I didn't love the beginning of the movie. And I was just like, oh, no. I'm like, what happened? I was like, <laughs> is it getting better? I was like... I have to admit, I did too. And then the first part, I was like, oh, it's another one of these. It's Captain America all over again. Great. <laughs> just what I wanted. You liked Captain America. I did not like Captain America. Do you want to go back and listen to the podcast? You hated Captain America? I did not like Captain America. Go back and listen to it. What was your grade for it? I think I gave it a C or lower. Hmm. I don't like it. I liked him, and I did not like the movie. Okay. No, I like this more than Captain America. Gee, I hope. <laughs> well, like I said, the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, I was like, uh-oh. Something's, something, something's amiss. Womp womp. And then it got progressively better and better and better until, like, the last, what, 45 minutes to an hour. It was just well, like... You know, what it, you know what was screwy in the first third... I mean, yeah, I know they had to set up some backstory and, you know, kind of establish the characters for the people who hadn't been watching the other movies or hadn't seen them recently. But there was a lot of repetition of lines of certain characters, and um, it was just like a snark fest. Well, like, it, was, it was basically like, hey, all the heroes are spread across the globe. How are they going to get back together? I don't know, but let's send a spy in and be snarky in our vernacular. You ready? Let's go. And it's kind of how it played out, no matter where the setting was. Oh, God. Okay. No, I completely agree. And then once they were all, like... And it was a lot of darkness. I was so glad that we didn't go see the 3D version of this. (laughs) You're very down on darkness today. Well, no. After the Thor experience. Right, right, right. And after hearing that the 3D in this movie wasn't really needed and was kind of... See. Crappy. That's why we went to see regular 2D. So. Right. So then we we get about a third of the way through, or less than a third, and they're all finally assembled together. Yes. And then it gets good. At one at this point in time, I'm watching the movie and I go, "There's something so bantery about this dialogue. It reminds me of Joss Whedon." And then I was like, "That that's a good compliment to the movie. That it reminds me of that." When we got to the end, we saw the credits, and I saw that Joss Whedon was the first credit. I, like, about lost my shit. I was like, that's what I was the Oh, my God. I didn't know he was actually involved. And you were like, I told you 30 times. This is so The Notebook. Like, I have told <laughs> you, like, a dozen times that Joss Whedon was doing this. Like, at several different increments of time. <laughs> like, four, three years ago when he got hired, I'm like, Chrissy, because you're Joss Whedon, the Avengers. Oh, my God. And you're like, yeah. And then several different times between then and now, I'm like, Joss Whedon, can you believe he's doing the Avengers? Oh, my God. Yeah. Basically, Joss Whedon is the perfect guy to do this. I agree. The perfect guy to do this. When I heard that he was doing it, I was like, I was like, uh, but 
Uh, I agree. I think that you'll substantiate this argument better than I. Why do you think he's the perfect person for this? Because he's really good and because Christy and I are super uber fans of Buffy. This is something that he did perfectly with Buffy. He gives everyone their moments and their time, their due time. And so doing that, he lets everyone shine. And then overall, when you put them together, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like character magic that he does. He's great at putting together an ensemble piece. Exactly. Um, where you may even have your favorites. It's not like, you know, it's all uniform ensemble. But, every, yeah, as Justin said, everybody has their point and their, like, purpose and their moment to shine. And their, like, fully formed viewpoints and yeah. kind of behavior. I agree. Even even Agent Phil. His name is Phil. Oh, Agent Coulson. Yeah. Watching other movies, you're like, hey, it's that guy. And now, because we sat behind the hearing impaired people, we know that his name is Agent Coulson because we saw it. No, I, I told you his name is Agent Coulson. We saw it written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even Agent Coulson has had his moments in the adventures. What was the name of the big power source they were trying to take back? Um, the hermaphrodite? The hermaphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> we must take back the hermaphrodite. <laughs> Okay, so it wasn't that. What was it? It wasn't the Triton. What was it called? Um. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I call it the Cosmic Cube. I think. I, I think that's what it's known as. And then they like made up this name. Yeah, they had a name for it. I know, but I'm just telling you, the trifecta. The trifecta. <laughs> I think it should be forever known as the Maphrodite. <laughs> we must take back the Maphrodite. It holds the purest form of energy. <laughs> Both sides. It's basically a MacGuffin. No like, wonder why everybody like wanted it. <laughs> it's, it's like there the, were plenty of sticks and spears. The caught shell on. and Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I have the hermaphrodite. <laughs> Let me speak. Shut up, Piggy. Okay. The context meant nothing to me since I've not read or seen Lord of the Flies. What? I'm sorry. Chrissy. Sorry. For someone who loves Hunger Games as much, you gotta read Lord of the Flies. I know, you said that to me during the movie, you're like, this is so Lord of the Flies. And I was like, okay. Well, it takes a lot from other things. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Maphrodite. Everybody wants the Maphrodite. Like, throughout the movie, it's all about the Maphrodite. <laughs> Where is it? Who's got it? What are they using it for? What are they using it for? How do we get it back? How, what it does, how to get it back. Will the hermaphrodite destroy, destroy the world? How do you destroy it? Does it open up portals? Yes, it does. That's amazing. <laughs> hermaphrodite portals. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get through this. <laughs> but the basic overall, like, before, like, how much have we spoiled? Like, why are you listening to this if you haven't seen it, number one? <laughs> Num- number two... Throughout the movie, like I said, it got progressively better. At what at one point in the movie, I was just like, I was just in awe that I was there. Like I was like, one of those you were? no, seriously. Like as a kid, I've been as, a, as a kid that read like you know not a lot of comic books, but you know a few, a good amount of comic books, especially Avengers. 
when you're a kid, you're like not thinking like, I can't wait to see this on the big screen. Right. Even as a kid, you're like, how would I ever see this on the big screen? Like, this is just so like fantastical and crazy and like it would cost tons of money. Like, how would they even accomplish it? Yeah. So basically that was me. Like the, the six year old was like, finally <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> the Maphrodite. <laughs> the whole movie about the Maphrodite. Exactly. No, I was just like, just like Gaga pretty much. Um, and it's funny because I, I get that from your side, the nerdgasm that results from something like this. Yeah. Coming from my side, being that I'm not a big comic book person or at all a comic book person. Yeah. And in general, I'm kind of like lukewarm on action movies. I really appreciated the whippy snap, witty, snappy dialogue. (laughs) The whippiness. (laughs) Hey, uh, Mr. Electric Whips. Yeah. (laughs) You were going to go there. Okay, so I appreciated the dialogue. I appreciated um, the developing character relationships and how they related to each other, both from a, like a past standpoint, you know, those who had known each other before, like Scarlett and uh, Robert Downey, and then like how the new ones interacted. Like I, I loved the whole Steve Rogers versus Iron Man, Tony Stark um, relationship. It was so like, you want to go suit, put on a suit. <laughs> Put on a suit. People have not seen this movie have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's fantastic. And then later on, they were well, all he, like... Well, he is a guy that has a suit and he can fly. Like, half of them are trying to, like, yes. Half of them are trying to keep the Hulk at bay. They're like, listen, guy, who's not really the Hulk, but is now playing the Hulk, like, don't Hulk out. And then Tony Stark, ever the instigator, is like, what do we have to do to make you Hulk out? Huh? Huh? What, what this, what, I'm going to poke you something. Does that make you Hulk out? No? Okay. And then when he does, it's great. And the, there's a, a scene where he and uh, Chris Hemsworth are standing next to each other after an exhausting battle. <laughs> and they're just, like, catching their breath. And it's like, oh, they, they're at peace with each other now because they fought side by side against all these other people. And Chris kind of looks at him appreciatively. And then the Hulk just smashes him in the face. True. It's true. So, basically, this movie is... Really, really good. It's not perfect because, like I said, the first... First third. First third, I was just like, whoa, what have they done? Okay. Um, but it picks up, and then at the end, you're just like, well, Joss Whedon, whatever. You're awesome. Basically, what he does... I mean, he he's obviously a comic book fan because he knows that comic books are basically about, you know, these different characters, how they interact, like, with each other... You know, watch them beat the shit out of each other individually throughout the movie. And then at the end, they're like, let's beat the shit out of them together. Also, Loki in this version, I like they made him irredeemably bad. I feel like in Thor, Kenneth Branagh, like, almost tried too hard to give him a sympathetic side. Mm -hmm. And as a result, Thor kind of still felt like this obligation to try to bring him back. And, like, he and Odin were always like... Let's just, you know, hold on to him. And, you know, he's still our brother and our son and da 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 And in this one, he was just so irredeemably bad from uh, a psychological standpoint. How he, like, preyed on people psychologically. How he would prey on their emotions emotionally, depending on who it was. He would find their weak spot. Whoever it was that he was trying to, you know, get something from. Or snow or... You forgot, you forgot about his main secret, though. He had crazier hair. He did have crazier hair. I noticed that. I was like, <laughs> so let me get this straight. Thor is turned into Kurt Cobain 
and he just doesn't like to shower. That's what I'm getting from this. I thought he was, again, I never saw the Kurt Cobain phase. It was always, like, Pantene and muscle There's Pantene. no Pantene! There's no Pantene. Anyway. But yeah, Loki is a great, I agree, he's a great villain. The guy who plays him, Tom Hiddleston, does a really good job with just being gleefully evil. Yeah, he does. And he's got these very luminous eyes. Big eyes, man. Yeah, big blue eyes. So periodically he uses them to his advantage to try to elicit sympathy. And for a split second, if you're caught off your guard, for one second you're like, Maybe he can be changed or he can be turned around and like he literally stabs you in the stomach and you go, never mind, I was wrong. And any guy who could put on that Ranger Games helmet and still you're not like laughing at him the whole time. Right? Let's talk about Robert Downey Jr.'s lines, by the way, because his lines were hands down the best in the movie Mm -hmm. and his delivery was great. Yeah, he's a, he he calls him Ranger Games. What does he say at one point? Oh, he calls he calls Chris Hemsworth Point Break, which we alluded to earlier. Um, I just feel like yeah, every, everything for him it like is one big joke, and in a good way though. But he's so snarky. The I mean the three best I think in this movie, um, superheroes. Not the obviously we talked about Loki being an awesome villain, but was number one Hulk. Was the best. Really? I liked Hulk the best. Why? Why? I'm surprised. Because, um, like in the first two movies, it was more like sad, depressing Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, I've been like saddled with this terrible condition where I Hulk out and I start just smashing the crap out of things. I can't control it. And in this one, you could kind of see him being like, okay, this kind of sucks, but it is kind of awesome. And he's like, you know, especially with his interactions with the um, the other Avengers. Like the the Thor thing that you mentioned. Right. Still, I think his best interaction of all time was with he and Loki. Oh, well, and that's... Loki was like, you will kneel. <laughs> that's like my favorite scene in the whole movie. Oh, that was amazing. And Hulk just like looks at him for a minute and then grabs him and then literally like tosses him side to side, smashing around like a rag doll. Oh, I was dying. I was like, how did he not die? And then number two, probably Iron Man. Is he your favorite? Um, I was going to say yes, but then I'm like, it's so ensemble It's hard. I feel badly, like, kind of picking. And then I think uh, you're t- we were talking about Black Widow and Iron Man 2. And this one, and this is where you can really tell it's a Joss Whedon, you know, Joint. thing. <laughs> because the... The ladies are actually given something to do. Like, she's really essential to the movie. She is. It's true. And she's badass. And, like, in the beginning, you're just like, oh, she's... Like, in Iron Man 2, she's like, oh, she's a ninja. I guess that's her superpower. And then, uh, through part of this, you're like, oh, she's a ninja. And she can shoot guns. And then they actually, towards the end, they, like, give her, you know, something better than guns. And she can jump on one of those reptile sled things whatever the the bad guys were <laughs> the reptile sled thing whatever those dudes are um let's talk about jeremy renner for a second mm-hmm. i like him mm-hmm. i liked him in this i found his character had some essential qualities to it that you know helped the movie and the plot yeah does he qualify as an avenger now or what i mean 
What, you're, you're trying to demote him or something? Well, no, I mean, but, like, what was, I mean, okay, so he was a brilliant archer. That just makes him Katniss Everdeen. Like, what is this? I don't know. I think Katniss Everdeen is pretty super heroic. She's pretty badass. Right. I mean, I guess, uh... He can't fly. He doesn't have well, a there's, hammer. There's different, <laughs> different levels, I guess. Like, her, him and Black Widow are obviously on the lower rung. Oh. You know, and then you have the others. How would you rank them from lower rung to highest rung? In terms of powers? I guess, or or most superhero-like, or most worthy of being an Avenger. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of different things. No, they're not. Like I said, in, in this movie, I think it's like... Thor's on top. Thor's on top? Yeah, he has to be. I don't know, Hulk can beat the crap out of Thor, man. Thor held his own. I don't know. The other guys are kind of all towards the same. Hulk as... can't summon lightning. Okay? <laughs> Just saying. He can't, but he can beat the crap out of it when it gets down here, though. What, when lightning gets down it's there? Like, lightning! Hulk smash lightning! <laughs> yes, that could happen. What does Mega Goop do to lightning? He tries to sell it a sweater. While you're, like, looking for a parking spot. <laughs> Hey guys, I've almost found it. How's it going with Loki? Oh man. Okay, back to the movie. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. People seem really, not, and by people I mean the Avengers, seem really lukewarm about him. And why is that? They're like, eh, we follow him because he, we have to, but we know that he's not like the greatest person. Nobody seems to be all like, yeah, Nick Fury. What? What? Why is there no love? For him. I don't know his history. Um, he's, I mean, he's not the perfect guy, but... What did he do wrong? Uh, like I said, I don't know. I can't remember that much about Nick Fury in the comics, other than him he, he being like, you know... The ringleader. A slightly imperfect ringleader. Like, well, yeah, but like in Buffy, nobody hated Giles because he was just kind of putting everybody together. Although Buffy hated him in Seven Seeds and briefly when he sided with Faith. See, there you go. Okay, fine. <laughs> also, can we talk about how Robin Sherbotsky was like holding down the fort? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Where's, where's the mall? <laughs> Isn't that her superpower going to the mall?" <laughs> Robin Sparkles. <laughs> I know. I was like, "This is weird to not see her like being." Quippy with Ted and having a beer. Well, that's not as random as seeing uh, the young, the youngest uh, kid from Growing Pains in the movie several times. The What's... alcoholic? Huh? The alcoholic? Was she an alcoholic? Oh, you're talking about Chrissy. Chrissy. I thought yeah, I was thinking about Ben. I'm surprised you didn't catch that. Did I you did see her? I catch Ashley Jones. Yeah. I so... caught her right away, actually, and I was like, I know who that is. And then I thought I was being a nerd, so I was quiet about it. Wouldn't that be much better if it was, like, her and the rest of the Seafers? <laughs> I know. And then, I, well, okay, that would be hilarious. And then the Hulk comes up, and they're like, show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your cry. To the no end, the best, best is ready to begin. Oh, as, as long as we got each other, Hulk smash! <laughs> like, <laughs> smashes them on the face. Oh, I hope we don't have to pay royalties for that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I know I did notice. I was like, Chrissy Seaver is in this. 
And um, thank you so much, Captain America. Please come back and make it out with me because I'm obviously. And then I started thinking, I was like, what was the last thing she did? And I was like, what women want when she was like 13? No, she had something in between those two movies. I just can't remember what. Well, congrats to her. Major, Good job, Ashley. Major spot in the Avengers. Good job. Um, who else have we not and talked about? Well, we briefly talked about his name is Phil. Oh, sadness. I'm sad that he's not in this anymore. I know. I was just like, no. It's like you ripped my heart out. So that's what that gun does. Yeah, at least he got his moment. Like I said, before he went, he got his moment. And I like the little twist about the whole cards thing. Like, for a moment, I was like, this is weird. And then they... (laughs) I should have trusted you, Joss. Right. You're foreshadowing that. You should have known. Yeah, I feel like we pretty much talked about everybody individually. Um, Do you have a specific favorite scene other than... I already said that I love the Loki and... (laughs) I, I like the Loki and Thor confrontation at the top of Stark when, um, yeah, he's, Loki's doing one last, like, hey, brother, you know, I, I can't I can't stop it now. It's too late. He's like, we can stop it together. And then he's like, okay. Bam! And he stabs him in the stomach. And that, But then how did he live after that? Nobody explained that. I was like, is he injured? Is he okay? He's a god, man. They're not immortal, though. As we established when he was in that one scene and like, Loki's like, like, I'm going to put you in the Hulk box and then I'm going to drop it and see if you live. Yeah, he's like, we're not immortal. Let's show them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the scene. Um, I thought that I really like the other Hulk scene in, in on the helicarrier or whatever that freaking Heli- thing was <laughs> where yeah. he, uh, they send him onto that plane and he just like beats the shit out of the plane, takes the pot out, throws him. Oh, yeah. Well, that whole sequence of, like, their ship, airship may go down and, like, Iron Man has to, like, basically manually run the turbine by sprinting around like Superman. (laughs) Yeah. And actually didn't hate Captain America in this. He had some finer moments. In the beginning, he did kind of bother me because he struck me as being a little self-righteous with his whole, like, we take orders. That's our job. We follow in line. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, army brat. (laughs) And I was definitely on Team Robert Downey Jr. at that point. But then as he went on, he had more heart and soul. And I got into him a little bit more. Yeah, he's definitely a rah-rah. Like... Siskumba. Siskumba? Siskumba. Yes. Rah-rah, Siskumba. But... I don't know, man. He's cute. I really want to see it again because I want to be able to hear the the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Without closed captioning this time? But I'm sure they wanted to hear the whole thing too, Justin. What? What are you talking about? Never mind. And then those th- those two extra scenes, one of which we didn't see <laughs> until we left we, too early. We, we watched it on stupid YouTube, but Shwarma. The the one we did see, I was just like, holy crap! Like they bas- they're basically introducing one of the most badass uh, badasses in Marvel comic history into the mix. I don't know who that was. Stathos? Thon- it didn't mean a lot to me because I was just like, okay. He's basically like, imagine Mark and Michael Clark Duncan, but like five times his size. Do flies or bees come He's out of his mouth? huge, dude. He's like a great, like, hand-to-hand. He'll beat the crap out of you. Like, kill, like, superheroes in, like, one like snap. 
Um, he's also super smart. Yeah. And like, it's like smart Hulk. And he's obsessed with, like, as as he's growing up, he was obsessed with uh, uh, death. He was a nihilist, and then um, he became obsessed with the female personification of death. It was like a like a female like nice. grim t- reaper type thing. So he was obsessed with her, and then he was obsessed with just beating, like, just tearing up superheroes, pretty much. Was it, like, a sexual thing? What do you mean? The, being attracted to the female personification of death. Yeah, he was, like, a tr- yeah, like head toss for her, want to take, take her on a date or whatever. Nice. Hey, death. But, yeah. You're it, looking really deathy. It's really... I was just really flabbergasted, because I, I tried to stay away from spoilers, and I was just like, oh, my God! Do you know when about they're going to make slash release Avengers 2? Um, I mean, after making $50,000 billion, it can't be too far away. I mean, I, they're, they're starting or soon, I guess, Iron Man 3. Oh, God, there's going to be another one of those? Yeah, they're filming it in uh, North Carolina. Oh. Oh, that's right. They are. I forgot about that. So they got that. They and then they have Thor two that they're planning and Captain America two that they're oh, planning soon. Why? And I'm sure after this movie they'll do another Hulk. Hopefully with Mark Ruffalo because I liked him a lot. I, I think wonder what really they can good. do with Thor two though because I feel like the Avengers in a way is kind of Thor two because it's a continuation really of their story since Loki is the central bad character. True that. I I don't know. I'm eager to see. All right. Well, we'll see. Only if Joss is involved will I care. Oh, he, that'd be great. I mean, dude. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it would be awesome if he did come back. Okay. What I'm, I'm just happy like that he's the head of a huge-ass movie so he can pretty much do whatever he wants. Like, could you imagine him doing a Buffy movie? Like, not like Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Chrissy Swanson and Luke Perry. Like, a Buffy movie. Like, bringing back Sarah Michelle Gellar? Is she too old? That's what I was. That's why I, I asked the way I asked it. Well, I mean, obviously, you can't you know, recast that part. Obs, as a Buffy fan, I would say, sure, yes, bring everybody but Dawn back. Dawn, I feel like yes, that would be awesome. But it's also something that would have been awesome and should have happened five years ago. Put Angel in there if you want. Okay, fine. You got Spike, but he's getting Xander old. Willow. Have you seen him and Charisma Carpenter lately? He and Charisma. They were in this one episode of Supernatural last year that I teed because they were both in it at the same time. Yeah. They the... got they got old. Oh, no. Yeah. Charisma looked a little funky. He's supposed to be a vampire. He's supposed to never get old. He got old. Exactly. Which tells us, like, how would this work? Yeah. I mean, then, then I guess that might be the reason he just won't do it ever. Yeah. Like, why do it if you have to recast it? It'd be weird. No, yeah. It, the cast is a big part of what made it work. Yeah. Um... And they don't want to do, like, as you mentioned, say by the Bell, the new class, where it's, like, just, you know, a whole new group of Scoobies. That, that doesn't have the same appeal. This, they should have done it five years ago. They missed the boat. Anyway, with him being, like, a part of the process with Cabin in the Woods and now Adventures, he could pretty much, you know, write his own checks. Really large checks for anything. I would like to see him write a musical next. Joss Whedon <sighs> Musical. Doubt that will happen next, but I know he wants to do one. That should happen. Once more with feeling, feature oh my, length. Oh my god. No, no, it doesn't have to be that. I just want to see more musical. I agree. Okay, good. 
More superhero movies, Joss. So what do you give the Avengers? <sighs> okay. Like an A, A minus, man. Somewhere around there. I'm going to give it an A minus, too. I'm glad that you made me see it. I'd seen the preview with you a whole bunch of times in theaters. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't know everybody's you stories. You made fun of me. Well, because the only person at that point, literally, the only person or character I knew Captain America. was Captain America. And I was like, and I hated Iron that man. movie. Oh, yeah, but, like, I did, it was more like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie I saw five years ago. You know, it was like that sort of thing. And Robert Downey Jr. is witty and funny. Okay. And you knew Chrissy from Girl Yeah, I didn't know she was in it, though. <laughs> show me that smile. That's, Ooh, that's their that only superpower. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, I was just kind of like, well, I don't see the big deal. Okay, fine. Definitely I'm go see it. Really theater. glad, yeah. I'm glad that you made me see it. Pick a, pick a good pick a good theater. Pick a good theater. It's worth. It's not worth the 3D. I hear. Yeah. But it's definitely worth seeing a good theater with, that, with good, booming. The sound was it. it that being said, sound. if you can afford forty bucks for two people to go to to a show, great for you and go see it at the ArcLight. If like us, you are trying to not spend forty dollars on a movie right now. There are other options than, other than the Century 8. If you live in the LA area, there's a place called the Regency in Granada Hills, which is actually superior to that and is the same price as Century 8. We did this for you, Brooklyn. We did. We're saving money for you. It's all for you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We sacrificed for you, Brooklyn. I loved it. Okay. 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 Awesome. I mean, so good. So good. <laughs> avenged. We will avenge you. <sighs> I wanted to avenge those kids. Maybe you still can. Throw the hermaphrodite at them. You totally need to get it and do that. <sighs> Although the hammer might be more effective. True. Just hammer them to death. Or you could like oh, oh, anno- oh. annoy them to death like Gwyneth Paltrow. That's new kids on the block. <laughs> I got him messed up. New kids in the block were not superheroes. <laughs> they were more like supervillains. <laughs> hey, it tough. Whoa. I kind of hope there's a South Park spoof of this. Of the Avengers? Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. They just had their With finale. The coon. The coon. <laughs> Meh. Meh. Ow! Quit! Meh. Anyway, okay. thanks for listening to this whole <laughs> random long spiel. We were so excited about this movie that we had to talk and, talk about it ASAP. And we did. And we ADHD'd off the walls for you guys. And just I drank. Just enjoyed a drink. And I'm just plain tired and loopy and pregnant. So there you go. Good our, times. Our unborn child, Brooklyn, also enjoyed the movie. So She told my belly button so. So there you go. I would totally take her to 11 o'clock baby movie really? shows. Even though you have all these other kids who are going to be there at the same time because that's the whole purpose of the 11 the, o'clock. Here's the big difference. I know the babies, They whatever, they cry. They do it. They're not doing it intentionally. They're just babies. That's what they do. These guys were 6, 7, 8, 19 years old acting like babies. I agree. They should have more respect. But you know there will be toddlers and small school age children at the 11 o'clock show too. It's not going to be just infants. Well, I will deal with them accordingly. <laughs> It's not the all-infant hour at the Grove. Well, I'll get one of those closed caption things. Okay. Awesome. Yay. Thanks for listening. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Twitter. Justin Winters or Chris Winters with a K. Tell your friends. We're on Facebook. Tell your wife. iTunes. 
were on Tell your kids. Renster, MySpace. They were back in the day. Um, Pinterest. We are? Oh, I am. I don't really use it. Okay, I'm done. I think I might still have a MySpace account. Dude, it's impossible. You can't even close it. They won't let you. Dude, find me on LiveJournal. Don't. That still exists. Don't. (laughs) Okay. Say goodbye.